Welcome, podcast listeners, to Roll Radio, where each week we listen in as aspiring adventurers play the world's greatest role-playing game, Dungeons and Dragons. Join us as we travel to far-off Faerun, where we discover the Sword Coast in turmoil and in desperate need of heroes. Last time on Roll Radio... Our heroes almost broke beneath the endless tide of Fang Moon Orcs. With an angry ogre at the bottom of the steps, and Elric needing to recover from his accidental poisoning, our party decided to take a long rest in the tower. Jake took first watch, and soon a hunting party from another orc clan entered the deserted ruins. And just when you thought you'd seen everything, Jake decides to convince the orcs to leave by puppeteering Sezzy Bull's lifeless body. Well, that went over like a lead balloon. Unconvinced by Jake's deception, the hunters entered the tower to investigate and found a scene so gruesome that it terrified the bloodthirsty orcs and made them turn tail and run, taking the ogre with them. Not wanting the orcs to warn others, an impetuous Cullen dashes towards them and proclaims the ogre as his own? Well, Pukey Faces shot firebolts. Hail Marys were tossed. Clerics were impatient and ogrely advice was given. Ogres were totally not persuaded. But alas, one orc made it out, expecting more to show up soon, and in no condition to fight them, our wounded heroes decided that this would be a good time to leave. Anxious to return to Daggerford, they made their way back into the R-Deep Forest. But oh no, their beloved horses were missing. Will they be able to track down their trusty steeds? Who is Colonel Sanders and what is a Krabby Patty? Why seven herbs and spices? And what is a helicopter shot and why is it such a big deal? Well, who knows? Let's find out in this episode of Scourge of the Sword Coast. sun slowly sinks towards the horizon as we fly over the sprawling grasslands of the Delambir Vale. An owl and a raven glide into view, their feathers majestically ruffling in the wind. In the distance, we see four tiny figures running along an overgrown path. We swoop closer to the figures and see Cullen, Elric, Jake, and Esmir marching at a quick pace with determination and purpose on their faces. For they are on the hunt for their trusty steeds who have gone missing. Soon the party stops at the edge of a cliff. Exhausted, they pause to catch their breath. So you guys have been on the move all day and the sun is getting low. It will be dark soon. And you have reached the Delambir route. You are at the edge of a cliff, looking out to the west you can see the Sea of Swords far off in the distance. 
Near you is a switchback trail that leads to the valley below, where the Delambir route meets the tradeway. And you remember the tradeway being the road that follows the Sword Coast that goes um, north to Waterdeep and south to Daggerford. So as you're standing there, looking around and catching your breath, Esmir and Elric, you both get a telepathic message from your familiars that there are four horses at the campsite below, where you guys camped about two ten day ago when you were on your way to Jelkin. Mm. Huh. Should we rush in indignantly or should we try and sneak up quietly? Well, we should walk oh, and see if there are ours. <laughs> How about first, something in between? We should first check to make <laughs> exactly. How about should, like normal people? <laughs> we'd like to check to make sure they're ours. Okay. Well, you guys send AC and Ray Ray down to get a closer look. And Esmir and Elric, you go into your trances and see through your bird's eyes that it is indeed Appa, Clippity-Clop, Longface, and Bucephalus. Let's start heading up the way. Okay, so hold on a second. Akbar feeling in my knee. So I sent sent my owl in, and I only see the horses in the campsite. Yep. And is there like a campfire and tents and stuff like that, or just our horses sitting there? Just your horses sitting there. All right, so... Yeah, I guess we should just make our way over there, but keep an eye out for traps, ambushes. But also, as we get closer, I could go up ahead and do a stealth stealth mission, too, when we get closer. Okay. All right, so you guys uh, finish passing around a water skin, and then you start heading down the switchback trail to make your way to the outskirts of the campsite. And do you guys want to get off the road and into the woods? Or do you guys want to just walk uh, into the campsite? I'd like to get off of the road. I concur. I concur, yeah. Let's get off the road. We'll check it out from the safety of the trees. And if everything's fine, then we'll just walk into the campsite. All right. So you get off the trail and head into the woods and start to creep up on the campsite. As you get closer through the trees, you can see your horses hanging out in the opening of the old campsite. So I'd like to listen and look and see or hear. (laughs) Not all of the above, just one or the other. (laughs) Both, all four at the same time. (laughs) I'm gonna try to perceive as well. I'm gonna roll my perception. I got a 16. 13. 14. Alright, you guys don't notice anything. Everything is quiet. Okay. Can I send the uh, Wheezy to kind of walk around areas we're not in? Sure. And come come back to me if he sees something? Okay. Okay, Wheezy, I want you to go out there, but don't get killed. <laughs> go see if you see any good guys or bad guys. Go. Okay. Wheezy gives you a nod, and it scampers off. Give me a Wheezy perception check. Sixteen. Good squirrel. Good squirrel. Good weasel. (laughs) Cover your ears, Wheezy. So you watch as Wheezy wanders around, 
Once in a while it stops and digs something up and munches on it. And uh, sometimes it, it finds something in the, in the dirt there and it rolls around in it. And after a while it comes back to you and it chitters to you. And you translate it and it's saying, uh, yeah, so wait, what was I looking for? <laughs> it's got to be a trap and they've concealed themselves so well that it's going to take a very high perception roll to see them. Hey, Esmer, yes. use your stealth. Okay. So I'll sneak up. I'm going to sneak up closer to the campsite and try and see what's going on. Are the horses just standing there? Does it look like there's gear there or where are the footprints? But before she goes, before she goes, I want to, um, uh, bless us all. No, I want to give her guidance. Okay, Esmir, you uh, you make your way to where a clearing opens up in the trees for the campsite. And go ahead and give me a stealth check. Ooh. And that's what Okay, so you come up to the edge of the clearing and a twig snaps under your feet. And all the horses look up and in your direction. And and clippity clop makes its way up to you. Yeah, it makes its way up to you in the bushes there. And it's wagging its tail. And it's like, uh, what are you doing hiding in the bushes there? Okay, so okay, so as he starts walking towards me, I'm gonna start walking back into the trees so that if someone out there, you know, at a distance was watching, it might just look like he was wandering off. If there's anyone out there, they heard you. Okay. So, um... The jig is up. Yeah, so I'm just going to be like, guys, come on. Okay. We step forward. Boldly. I'm going to boldly step forward, yes. Me too. Papa! (laughs) Bucephalus. Long face, how happy I am to see you. And all your horses all start... Uh, wagging their tails and they prance up to you, happy to see you. And I'm gonna ready. A, I'm gonna ready an action while I'm scratching uh, my pony under the chin. And so I got one eye on my. I got one eye on my pony, and then one eye going the other way. And um, what action are you readying? I'm readying a firebolts. Okay. Or a firm handshake. <laughs> Okay, Depending. so you guys are happily reunited with your steeds. You're patting them and checking them over, making sure they're okay, they're not injured. When suddenly, your reunion is interrupted by a voice emanating from the tree line opposite you. <laughs> well, well, well. I had really, really hoped you'd make it out of those ruins alive, and by gum, here you are. And a figure steps out from the bushes. It's a male human dressed in like, in like makeshift camouflage. Ooh, I've been waiting for you about three days now since I found your horses. By the way, I hope the walk wasn't too much for you. Mm-hmm. Remember me? Some guy from South Sorry. Send me a picture. It takes you a moment because of the kind of makeshift camouflage dirt. Uh, smeared on his face, but you all suddenly recognize him 
as the lone surviving bandit that you left sleeping here at this very campsite. <laughs> I knew we were going Ah, you remember me now, don't you? Well, let me tell you, I never forgot about you. <laughs> I'll never forget how you slaughtered my kin and my friends and my puppies. Mm-hmm. That's right. And I'll never forget that one of you all gave me an atomic wedgie. Did <laughs> <laughs> we also give you a banjo? And when I finally pulled my skivvies off my head, and that wasn't easy, mind you, <laughs> I swore on their lifeless and burnt bodies that I would get my revenge. Okay, uh, what's your, hey, what's your name, buddy? Buddy? <laughs> buddy? What's your name? My name's Cletus. Okay, you brought this on yourself, little fella, and you should be over here thanking us. Oh, yeah? Yes, you're welcome. <laughs> thanking, thanking you for killing my brother Daryl and my right. other brother Daryl and my niece's okay, husband you... Bubba and my cousins Chubbs and Jimmy. Chubbs and Jimmy? Yeah, we well, tell Chubbs you what, and Jimmy. Chubbs and Jimmy especially had it coming. <laughs> well, what kind of af after murdering six people and two puppies... I have to wonder what kind of sick and twisted person does that and thinks an atomic wait, wedgie wait. is a fun way to end such a massacre. <laughs> okay, wait, buddy. I do. How are you yeah, twisting this around to make it our fault? We were sleeping in our little nice cozy little campsite, minding our own business, and here come along a bunch of whatever you guys call yourselves, cousins or whatever you are, inbreds, who knows, <laughs> and your dogs. And and then you attack us. We ask you to leave. We're like, please don't make us kill you. And then you do it. You As make there. us kill you. It's As your there. fault. Now As you're there. making it like we did something As to you. There. Try Stop trying to reason with people who can't be reasoned with. They don't understand simple logic. All that he needs to know is we left him alive. It wasn't for you to steal our horses. It was for you to walk away and to tell our tail. Yeah, you maybe, go now maybe go to night school, get some kind of degree, and maybe get a damn job. <laughs> well, see, this is the You're thing that I'm wondering. You're saying that we were tough enough to survive that, come back here to collect our horses and all. Surely you're not standing here all by yourself because if we were tough enough to survive that, we're tough enough to survive you. Oh, I've been planning for this day for two ten day now. After you took out my crew, I traveled to Daggerford and ended up at the Lady Luck Tavern to drown my sorrows when Tamora herself handed me a boon. I overheard someone talking about four adventures heading to the ruins of Hopshield Castle. I knew it was you, so I took it as a sign and I got me a new crew, a bigger crew. Plus, I've been working out. Check out these guns. Okay, so can I shoot my, I'm gonna shoot my firebolt at him. I'm gonna shoot my firebolt at him right now. Okay. Done talking, dumbass. I interrupt his little speech with the fireball. Oh, natural <laughs> one. Uh-oh. <laughs> okay, oh, okay, then. All right, so uh, Cletus is over there uh, giving his revenge monologue while Esmir is next to her pony readying a firebolt. 
and just as she's about to let it loose, Clippity-Clop sees the fire out of the corner of its eye and gets spooked and bumps into Esmir. Oh no. And the fumble roll says, you fall upon your weapon taking normal damage. You are also prone until you stand back up. Ah, shizzles. We'll just say you you burned yourself on the firebolt as your pony panicked. Okay. Ah, and you take eight points of damage. (laughs) (laughs) Kaflooey. I burned my ass. Shizzlebots. Then Cletus draws a scimitar and a dagger, and he laughs. (laughs) Time to die. Oh, and we're civilized folk, so don't worry about dying with your skivvies over your head. (laughs) You wait until you see what we give you this time for your atomic wedgie. You're going to be giving yourself a wedgie. Okay, boys, time to come out and play. Roll initiative. Eleven. Six. Uh, six. Another six. All right. Cletus, with his weapons drawn, lets out a battle cry and starts charging at you guys as the forest all around you suddenly comes alive. You hear hoots and hollers and barking emanating from the woods in every direction. The bushes and foliage begin to rustle and move as bandits burst out from the tree line and begin charging you. They're all decked out in camouflage. Dirt is smudged on their faces with leaves and sticks in their clothing and hair. Swinging scimitars, they begin to quickly surround you guys. Oh, there's a a bunch of guys down there. There's a ton of them now. I see you brought your entire family, you know, your daddy daddies, as the kids are saying these days. You know, your bloodline may very well end here. And breaking away from the rest are four mastiffs. They charge you guys, and your horses begin to panic. Two of the dogs reach your party first. Oh, is that your other brother? <laughs> I the can first see the resemblance. At Elric. Look out, boy! And misses as Elric quickly dodges out of the way. The second one leaps at Cullen and misses with a nine. All right, Ray Ray, you're up. Okay, he's gonna fly on the other side of this Mastiff. Give me advantage. Jake, you hear rustling from behind you and you turn to see two bandits swinging at you. The first one misses with a 16. The second one He's practically covered from head to toe in leaves. He's like, this one, this one, Cousin Stumpy. And he swings and misses with a 14. Elric, a bandit uh, caked in mud, comes up behind you and swings and misses with a five. Dash, damn it, too much moonshine. (laughs) Cullen, you quickly find yourself triple teamed. The first one attacks and misses with a 13. The second one swings and misses with a 14. Shoot. And then a bandit nine comes up behind you and swings with advantage (coughs) and hits. Finally, four points of damage. Christ. Cullen, you are practically surrounded and it's your turn. What are you gonna do? Uh, Let's see here. Um, um, Okay, so I'm going to Thinking about disengaging, but I, I was wondering the the horses are in the way, right? They are there. Yep. 
So, um, I was thinking I might disengage and go here and then, um, bring my horse with me, put him here so that I can't be flanked. <laughs> okay. Um, and that is all I can do. All right. Jake's going to look back really quickly at Cullen and yell at him not to use our horses as shields. And then I'm going to turn back to my guys. That's all I'm going to do is I'm just going to make that comment. You heard Longface and you'll pay for it, boy. Well, then move your horse. I wanted to stand back to back with you guys, but there's horses there. Elric, there are leafy, muddy bandits everywhere. And you see Cullen, unable to reach you, use his horse to try and deter them from flanking him. What are you going to do? Okay. I was going to go after the dog, but I think I'm going to go after bandit number 11. I'm just going to give him the glaive. Give him the old glaive. You know what I mean? Okay, so here we go. Natural twine. Whoa. Damn! All right. Critical hit. Damage. Killed him. Yes. Kills him. So the bonus butt will be go after the mastiff. And so that'll give me advantage because I've got Ray Ray there. Mm-hmm. Yes! What? Oh my god! Both of them were 20s. What are the odds? Both of them. Crazy. You just oh, rolled wow, three 20s. You just rolled three natural 20s All in right. a row. What is up with that? I, I think that, sh- that should be something real, real special, DM. Yeah, it's called. Okay. We need to reboot Fantasy Grounds. <laughs> the damage to the Mastiff killed yeah. it. Killed him. Nice. I swing my glaive around, skewering the bandit in the chest and twisting it, then smashing the butt end of it into the between the eyes of the Mastiff. That was raspberries. That was raspberries kin. He had a glaive sandwich with the bonus butt on the side. <laughs> That's our special of the day. Glaive witch. <laughs> the side of butt. All right, Asilius is up. Um, Asilius is going to fly here. Okay. That's what he's going to do. All right, and you are next, Esmir. Okay. I'm going to use half of my movement to stand back up, and then I'm going to cast Sleep Spell on Bandit Captain. I'm going to use all of the dies on him. And before I put him to sleep, I'm going to say, let's see what happens this time when you wake up. (laughs) All right, so I'm going to use a second level spell slot. Okay. So that is uh, those five D8s plus an extra two. So seven D8s. Yes. Nice. Okay. Rolls. So you roll all that stuff, and he looks at you and says, I was ready for that. Ain't going to work this time. And that does not put him to sleep. Okay. 44. What has he got? Is Some he kind of special hat? Did he use something to ward it off, or we just don't know? Uh, he's He's been drinking a lot of protein shakes. <laughs> okay. So I used my action. I used half of my movement. Mm-hmm. So I can move um, a little bit more. 
Are you running away, Esmeralda? Esmeralda, come over here. You're awfully exposed. Can I do... Okay, I'm done, right? Do you want to tell Wheezy to do something with your bonus action? <clears throat> sure, I'm going to have Wheezy... Um, where's my Wheezy skills here? I'm going to have Wheezy bite bandit number two. Okay. Oh, what is going on here? Oh my yeah. goodness. Nice. Uh, Wheezy gets a bite. A natural 20, a critical hit. Definitely a scrotum hit there. <laughs> and we'll go ahead and give him make it we'll double it we'll say he did two points of damage since it was a critical hit nice all right jake you see wheezy hanging off a bandit scrotum esmir has taken off up this uh, rock here colin has surrounded himself with horses and you and elric are back to back as these bandits are closing in on you okay and I've been holding my mace in my grip and I pull it out of my cloak and I'm going to drop it on Bandit 8's face. Have a mace in the face, Bandit 8. And I hit with a 14. Nice. Only 1d6 plus 2, but it does four points of damage, putting him in the heavy. Six points. Then I'm going to call out the Book of Agma and say... Won't you people ever learn? And I'm going to send it flying into Bandit 4's face, doing 13, which is a hit. And he will take, oh, six points of damage. Nice. All right, Cletus makes his way around your horse, Cullen, and comes after you, brandishing a scimitar and a knife. He has a triple attack now, and he says to you, I've been training myself for the past 20 days waiting for this very moment. My thirst for revenge will be quenched. (laughs) And he lunges at you, swinging a scimitar and misses with a 14. And then lightning quick, it swings at you again and misses again with a 12. But his knife comes up from below and hits with an 18 doing 1d4 plus 3 piercing, doing 6 points of damage. I'm gonna do a little battle maneuver and repost and see if I can get back some of that. Aha! You rolled a 5. Nice. So he only did 1 point of damage to you. Ah, tis was a scratch! Nice. So you (laughs) dodge his scimitar twice and deflect his knife and it just scratches you. Okay, so while Cullen fights Cletus, the dogs attack. One goes after Elric. It hits with a 20, unnatural 20. Oh, wow. 1d6 plus one damage coming your way. Oh, does two points of damage, just a nick. But you have to make a a strength saving throw. Okay. You succeed. So the Mastiff jumps up at you tries to pull you down to the push you down to the ground so it can chew on your face and you hold cool all right mastiff three comes running up Mm, weasel (laughs) and attacks wheezy and misses with a nine those mastiffs have big balls don't they (laughs) large target (laughs) this mastiff is gonna go after esmir 
and it jumps up on you and hits with a 16 and does four points of damage and it tries to push you down. Oh no. And you failed. 11 minus one is a 10 and you are now down on the ground, Esmir, with this big slobbering dog on top of you. Ray Ray's up. Okay, he's going to go onto the other side of of bandit number four. Now the bandits continue to uh, close in and even more emerge from the woods. We're coming, Cletus. We had to pee. (laughs) Too much of the shine. Bandit one continues after Cullen, now double teaming with Cletus. Let's get him, brother or cousin. (laughs) (laughs) He swings and misses with an 11. Alric, you have two bandits on you. That's the guy who killed Raspberry. (laughs) 10 swings and misses with a five. And number 14 swings and misses with a seven. Esmir, you're laying on the ground with a dog on top of you as a bandit comes up. Hold that leprechaun down while I stab (laughs) it with advantage. Okay, hold on. I'm going to give him a three portent. Okay, so he misses. Nice. Tring. Jake, you also have two bandits in your face. One of them yells, I called dibs on that shield. The first oh one swings and hits with an 18, <laughs> doing three points of damage. The second one, no way, I got plans for those shiny gems, and swings and misses with a 15. Put them on hold, dirt bag. <laughs> Bandit nine goes oh, after Astilius and hits with a 19 and poof, feathers go flying. Then AC disappears. Bandit six tries to get to Cullen and Cletus, but cannot. There are too many horses in the way. So he's, he's gonna use his action to slap some horses on the butt and start yelling, Yow, go get! And the horses start to scatter. All right, Cullen, the horses around you are starting to scatter. Your party is becoming overwhelmed and heavily outnumbered. Cletus and his brother slash cousin are on you. What are you going to do? Alrighty then. Let's do some uh, actions. Vicious axe. 25. Mm, 25 hits Cletus. Light damage. The long sword. 25. Damn. Four, eight. More points. 16. That was the same roll twice. That's right. 25-8. 25 eight, 25, eight. 8. It was nice. Wow. And that's all I can... Nope. Action surge. We'll attack again. Vicious axe. Oh, 13's a miss. 13 Why does misses. action surge never work? Elric, you and Jake are together, being quickly surrounded by bandits. They're everywhere and more seem to be coming. Cullen and Esmir are being cut off from the party. Ah. Two bandits are attacking you. What do you do? Okay, I am going to target bandit number four. I'm gonna burn an action surge. Let me get to actions. Okay, so I'm burning an action surge, so I get two attacks and one bonus. Glaive. 12 hits. Hits. You're gonna kill him. 
He's Damage. Guy's tough. Killed him. You got him off Jake's back. He got the daily okay. special, the glaze sandwich. Okay. So the Mastiff will be the focus of my next attack. Focus, boy! Glaive. Oh, miss. Two. Seven misses. Okay, well, uh, so I still have the bonus that I haven't used yet, so I'm going to use that against the Mastiff. Okay. Hit. Damage. Put it into critical. Four points. Puts it into critical. All right. Okay. And that's it, because I can't do anything else then. Esmir, you're on your back with a drooling mastiff in your face. It's your turn. Um, I am going to get up. So is that half of my movement? Yep. So um, I got the doggy dog here and the bandit number two. Um, I'm going to shocking grasp bandit number two. 17. 23 hits. Nice. Ooh, nice. Six points. Okay. And then I'm going to have Wheezy. I'll have him attack the Mastiff. Okay. So it's Wheezy against Doggy. (laughs) Yeah. Wheezy saw you were down with a dog and a bandit on top of you, and it came running up to protect you and jumped up on the dog, distracting it enough uh, to allow you to get back up. Get off her, dirty dog! Ooh, hit. So that it does it always just do one? Yes. Okay. And Jake, it's just madness around you. Horses and dogs and bandits everywhere. Somewhere in this chaos is your party, but right in front of you are two bandits. What are you gonna do? Okay. So the first time I swung down within kind of an overhanded shot and now I'm coming back with an uppercut with my mace to bandit eight's jaw. Okay, 15 hits. Doing seven points and kills him. Nice. Sends his jaw crashing into his nose, sending his cartilage of his nose into his brain. (laughs) Wow, that's pretty detailed. Then I look over and I take my hand, I raise my hand near my book of Agma, and I swipe right and (laughs) send it flying over to the Mastiff and trying to suck him in the face. Oh, natural 20. A very clean 20 and with a, yeah, 26 critical hit. With the Book of Agma. That'll learn you, stupid mastiff. Oh, oh man. 15 points 15. of damage. You killed Tazberry. <laughs> <laughs> you killed Blueberry. You killed Raspberry. Oh, man. Huckleberry. Huckleberry's neck. Huckleberry, run. <laughs> Where's Boysenberry? <laughs> we, we, all, we all watch as... Jake eviscerates the poor little dog. Like, he could have just, like, killed it a little bit. <laughs> killed it all the way with blunt trauma. It, it bit my 2 <laughs> You see? You'll see? You should only wear your 2 in private. <laughs> Do you want to move it all, Jake? <laughs> now that you're free? Oh, yeah. Actually, now that I can, I think I would like to do that. Um... I want to move 5, <laughs> 10, 15 
I'm actually going to go here and put myself in harm's way so I could give Elric advantage on Bandit 14. All right. Amidst the chaos of battle, the horses panic and begin to spread out looking for safety. Cletus yells out, come on, boys, get in here. <laughs> and he continues on Cullen and hits uh, eight points of damage. Oh, I think we're going to have to do a little bit of parry. Oh, healed myself for 10. Sweet. All right, here comes the scimitar again and hits again with a 17. Doing nine points of damage. Ah, shitty hell. And then the dagger comes in for the stabby stab and misses. Mastiff three and Wheezy are squaring off. Mmm, Weasel snack. Get him, Gooseberry! <laughs> and he misses with a six. Wheezy dodges the canine's drooling jaws. Wheezy don't care. Mastiff four leaps on Esmir. <laughs> This is with a 14, and it's Ray Ray's turn. Okay, he is going to go. Well, uh, Jake has already given me advantage for that one, so he's going to fly over here. All right. The bandits have all closed in around your party, all vying for a chance to take you down. You've only managed to kill three of them and two of their dogs. 11 bandits and two dogs remained, and of course, their leader, Cletus. He brought his whole family. Revenge, it's gonna be sweet. <laughs> Jake, you have three banditos around you. The first one swings and misses with a 12. The second one swings and misses with a 14. And the third one swings, this one with advantage and hits with a 17. Yeah, I got him. Doing seven points of damage. Esmir, a bandit swings at you and misses with an 11. Stand still, you wily leprechaun. You then hear the sound of a crossbow being loaded and you turn to see as bandit 13 is uh, taking aim at you. I'm going to give him a 10, portents. Okay, so he misses. The bolt flies into the woods behind you. Bandit 9 swings at Elric and misses with a 13. Cullen, as the horses scatter, more bandits come in to aid their brother slash cousin Cletus. And, and you are now surrounded by three bandits. The first one swings and misses with a 16. The second one swings and hits with a 21, doing seven points of damage. Jesus. And Bandit 1 swings with advantage <sighs> and hits, doing six points of damage. Cullen, you are surrounded, dodging and taking blows. It doesn't, it doesn't look good for you or your party. What are you going to do? I guess I don't have much of a choice. I'll have to try and finish off Bandit Captain. He has three attacks. Longsword misses. So, Vicious Axe. Vicious Battle Axe hits for seven points of damage on the captain. He's in heavy. All right, you have put this guy into heavy. 12 more points of damage, nice. I use my action surge, so. Elric, your party's surrounded, and it's a flurry of blood and steel, and it's your turn. I'd like uh, to help out Jake, but I've got 
this bandit on me, and so I can't disengage from him, uh, or else he'll get a free shot at me. So I'm gonna take a swing at bandit number nine. Miss. All right, well, what's bonus action? What's that gonna do to him? That hits. Bonus hits, 14 hits. Puts him into heavy. Nice. Six points of damage. Number 10. That's it, that's it, that's all I can do. Esmir, you got a bandit and a dog trying to take you down while Wheezy's over there trying to keep another dog off you. What are you gonna do? Um, okay, so I'm gonna use my magic missiles as a second level spell slot. I'm gonna go, so I have four shots. I'm gonna put two into bandit two, one into bandit, into mastiff four, and one into bandit 13. Okay. We'll start off with the puppy. Pew! Killed it. Killed the doggy. Five points. Nice. Now I'm going to go over to bandit number two. Pew! Oh, he dead. Killed him. Okay. So now I'm going to go over to Mr. Number 13. Pew! Two points of damage. And pew! Okay. Nice. So one second you got a band and a dog right on you, a second later they're on the ground dead. Okay. Now what? And so I haven't used my movement. I'd like for her to find, like to jump behind the rock and um, find cover and maybe shoot and then move, shoot and move so she can kind of be in the trees and stuff. So you, so you want to get into the tree line there uh, so you're not in the open. Right, I'm just gonna go into cover. Cool. I got Wheezy. Okay, yes, you have Wheezy on your bonus action. Go for it. Wheezy is gonna take another bite at Mastiff 3's little junk box. <laughs> That's his gooseberry. <laughs> oh, hits again. Wheezy's on fire. Okay, so you put the damage in there already? Mm-hmm. And Jake, you got three bandits on you and it's your turn. Things are looking ugly. Quite right. Okay. I'm going to continue um, swinging my mace at these guys. And I'm going to uh, try to connect with the Noggin of Bandit 14. And I roll a 17 to 21, which will hit. Nice. And that will do five, seven points of damage to Bandit 14 putting him into heavy and then I'm going to just again raise my hand and flick my fingers towards me uh, bringing the book of Agma to the back of bandit 14's head and right before it gets there I'm going to say you might want to look out behind you and it does a 14 which when he turns around it slams him right in the nose he's like damn it I fell for that again that will do eight points and once again pushing his nose to his brain and killing him. Well, Goodbye, Bandit 14. You're gonna have to clean that book off real good. Oh, it's a mess. <laughs> All right, another bandit goes down, but that still leaves nine standing. Not to mention big old Cletus, who continues his assault on Cullen. And with the help of his crew surrounding him, he attacks with advantage and swings. Hits with a dirty 20, doing nine points of damage, pulling, oh man, putting Colin into critical. I'm gonna have to do 
Another parry. Nice, that parry reduces the damage by four, taking you out of critical now. now. My, I, got, I have six hit points left. How did this happen? Yeah. I'm not going to survive this. And as you parry his scimitar, he quickly brings it around again and hits with a 19. Oh. And the blade stabs into Cullen's side. As blood gushes out, he slumps to the ground. Hey. Cletus pulls out the sword and yells out, Woohoo! One down! Who's next? And the bandit crew, they all reply with hoots and hollers. Yeah, whoop whoop! Way to go, Cletus! Mama's gonna be so proud! <laughs> Meanwhile, the epic showdown between Dog and Weasel continues as the Mastiff takes a bite. And hits with a 16. Oh, the Dog wins the battle and chomps on Weasel. Oh no! Cullen and Wheezy simultaneously taken out of the fight. Okay, what's Ray Ray gonna do? Okay. Um, da, 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 he's gonna fly over here to give me advantage on this guy. Okay. Now the bandits, uh, bolstered by their uh, Cletus, continue their attacks. Two of them break off to see what's going on with the gnome as they uh, see her taking cover in the tree line. Come on, let's see if that leprechaun has a pot of gold. <laughs> Esmir's taking cover, so he swings with a negative two. Come on out, you can't hide. And he barely misses with a 15. <laughs> the second one also tries to root her out. Yeah, we gonna get that gold. Also swings with a negative two, but he hits, gotcha and does three points of damage. Elric, with Cullen down, the bandits and Cletus turn their attention towards you and Jake, and there are four bandits poised to swing at you. The first one swings with advantage and hits with an 18, doing three points of damage. Bandit nine also swings with advantage. That sure is a nice glaive. Is so big <laughs> and hits with a 22, doing four points of damage. Bandit three swings and rolls a net one. All right. So, oh so boy. he swings at Elric, who dodges, and the swing continues, and he slices his own leg for nine <laughs> points of damage, putting himself into critical. Ouch! Oh, Cletus. I want Cletus to be the last guy standing and give him an atomic wedgie before we give him over to Elric and his glaive. <laughs> Bandit six completes the circle around Elric oh and swings with advantage and hits with a 19. And you take three points of damage. Jake, more bandits move on you. Scimitar's raise to strike. Bandit 12 swings. Come on, come here, priesty. He also rolls a natural one. Ah. Nice. So he swings at you, and the sword flies at Bandit 5. Nice. And sticks right into his chest. Oh, doing Bandit 10 five. points of damage. Sorry, <laughs> Bubba. You hit your own brother slash cousin. So he's without a weapon. Yep, he's now weaponless. Oopsie poopsie. And Bandit 5 swings and misses with a 15. Now Bandit 7 takes a swing. 
A natural 20. Critical hit. Ouch. Oh, yeah. Did you see that, Cletus? <laughs> Doing five points of damage. Cullen, laying on the ground, your blood turning the dirt to mud. Make a death saving throw. 13. Your first roll is a success. Elric, you are surrounded, right. but for a brief second, through the bandits, you see Cullen laying motionless on the ground. What are you going to do? Um, I wish I had some... Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a Hold second. On. I always like that sound. Um, but I'm going to cast Thunder Wave. All right. Thunder Wavius. <laughs> Let me just describe Thunder Wave there for a second. Yes, it is your first time. A wave of thunderous force sweeps out from you. Each creature in a 15-foot cube originating from you must take a constitution saving throw. On a failed save, a creature takes 2d8 thunder damage and is pushed 10 feet away from you. On a successful save, the creature takes half as much damage and isn't pushed. In addition, unsecured objects are completely within the area or automatically pushed 10 feet away from you. And the boom is audible out to 300 feet. So, that means bandits 3, 9, 7, 6, and 10 will all make uh, constitution saving throws. Okay. Okay, here we go. Okay, 6, 9, and 3 all fail while 7 and 10 succeed. All right, now roll 2d8s for the thunder damage. Okay. Oh, yeah. Nice, a 13. All right, so how'd you do it? I'm doing this by smacking my glaive against the ground and shouting, Thunder Wavius! Cool, right on. It's very loud. It's magic. Nice. So you guys, well, everybody really, is stunned for a moment as Elric casts Thunder Wave as a force of loud thunder blasts from him, sending dirt and rocks and three bandits flying away from him. Those three bandits hit the ground and they don't get back up. The other two hold their ground as their clothes whip from the wave of force, but they don't look good as they recover from the blast. And the loud thunder echoes off the cliff walls. Birds go flying from the treetops. Woohoo! So you hear Esmir. Woohoo! Esmir, you're up. You just heard Magic. the distinctive sound of a spell you taught Elric. Thunder wave. Magic, it's not just for breakfast anymore. Is it my turn? Mm-hmm. Okie dokie. You got two bandits trying to stick you there hide while you're hiding behind a rock. Come on, little leprechaun. We want your lucky charms. Give them up. Um... I'm going to Shocking Grasp Bandit number 13. Natural 20. Natural 20. That's gonna sting, little friend. And you kill him. Another bandit goes down. It's like, whoa, this leprechaun's got a little kick. (laughs) Now, I use the Shocking Grasp on 13. That doesn't let me disengage from number one because he's not shocked. Correct. Right. That's all I can do then. Jake, you just saw and heard Elric take down three bandits. You still have three on you. One of them, number seven, took some serious damage from Elric's spell. What are you going to do? All right. I got to battle my way out of this. I'm going to 
spin with my mace. Throw an uppercut at bandit number five. Doing 11, which I missed. Missed. Which is not good at all. So then I'm going to bring my um, book swinging around and I'm going to try to nail him in the head with the Book of Agma. Learn, you stupid bandit. Oh, natural 20. Another natural 20 on a guy who only has one hit point left. One hit point left and just crushes him dead. I apologize, Cullen. I'll get there in a minute, boy. All right. So the party has just taken out five more bandits. But the battle is far from over because one Mastiff, four bandits, and Cletus remain as Cullen inches closer to death. And Cletus steps over Cullen's body and lunges for Elric. You're next, shiny armor boy. (laughs) He swings with advantage and hits with a 21, Mm. doing eight points of damage. Oh my goodness. That was for Raspberry. (laughs) <laughs> and he brings his other scimitar, brings his scimitar around again. His second swing misses, but the dagger comes in. I'm gonna stick you like a pig. And hits with a 17. Oh my god! Doing seven points of damage. Now you're hurting. This is not good. The last mastiff with a a weasel tail hanging out of the side of its mouth heads over to help root out the gnome from the underbrush. Leaps at Esmir with a negative two. Misses as Esmir ducks behind another tree. All right. Ray Ray's up. Okay. I'm going to move him to the other side of Cletus there so I can have advantage, although I'll probably cast Thunderwave again. Okay. Bandit one is going to continue to try and get Esmir hiding there behind the log. Come on, give me your gold, leprechaun. (laughs) And he messes with a 14. Damn, these wily those little ones. Bandit 10 is going to continue to attack Elric and hits with a 19. I'm going to get your shiny suit of armor. And he rolls two, does two points of damage. Okay, Jake, you have two bandits on you. The one who lost his weapon, he's, he just lunges at you and uh, trying to take you down. Roll me a uh, strength check, Jake. Strength check, okay. Beat a 10. Nine. No, (laughs) you rolled a nine. (laughs) He just tackles you to the ground and you guys start wrestling. <laughs> the other bandit uh, is going to try and stick you while you're down. And he misses with an 11. Damn, hold that guy still. Cullen, your world is fading to black as the sounds of battle fade away. Roll a death saving throw. Eight, a fail. All right, one success, one failure. Elric, Cullen's still down, maybe dead. You don't know. You do know that uh, Esmir's having trouble in the woods, and you and Jake are battling three bandits and Cletus. What are you going to do? Okay. 
I am going to, because I'm surrounded again and there's no friendlies close enough to me, I'm just going to cast Thunder Wave again. Okay. Thunder Wavius. Yeah, it's very loud. Boom. Yes, we can. It's 300 feet is the range yeah. of, the, of the sound. Even with the loss of hearing in my right ear, I can hear it loud and clear. You're still surpassing the threshold of pain you see. Okay, so that's 710 and Cletus. Constitution saving throws. Here we go. Seven succeeds. He's Again, yeah. 10 fails and Cletus succeeds. He succeeds. I didn't expect him to fail. Well, they still take thunder damage. They still take so damage. Two D8s. Okay. Ten. Nice. So again, a thunderous wave erupts from Elric. One bandit is instantly killed by the blast. Another is put into critical while Cletus stands fast. Stop doing that. You're messing up my hair. <laughs> am I going to move? No, I'm not going to move. I'm going to stay right where I am. I'm going to hold my ground. Esmir, you're dodging around the trees and bushes with a bandit and a mastiff trying to root you out. Yeah. Come on, Gooseberry. Get up. I'm going to shocking grass. Hit with a 14. All right, five points of damage. Knock him down. Um, I could disengage if I wanted to. The mastiff will attack. Okay. So you're going to stay there? Yep. Jake, you're on the ground wrestling with a bandit while another is standing above you trying to stick you with a scimitar, and it's your turn. All right. So I got 12 on, like, on top of me? Yes. I would assume that I'm still holding my mace and I can club him in the back of the head, maybe? Uh, he's trying to hold you down, so you guys have to make a... Um, you want to try and get out of it? You have to do another dexterity or strength check against him to get out. Instead, before I can whack him with a mace? No, you can definitely uh, try to whack him with your mace. You just can't move unless you uh, unless you get free. I could. Okay. So you're you're rolling around on the ground. You can easily fight back if you want to. Okay. Um, I'm going to actually. Uh, I'm 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 done with this guy now. He's just like ticked me off. So I'm actually gonna cast inflict wounds on him, onto Bandit Twelve. Okay, is that ranged? No, it's a touch. It's a touch. Okay, perfect. Yep. And it and I hit with a fifteen. All right. Doing three D ten. Oh my God. Uh, necrotic damage. Or I should say, oh my Agba. That's right. And that will do 14, which just kills him. All right. So you touch him and channel necrotic energy into his body. And he convulses with pain as you inflict wounds. And he just falls over. He just falls off you dead. And then I'd like to use the rest of my turn to stand up. Um, I still want to use my bonus action to send my book flying into Bandit 7's face. Okay. And I'm hitting him with a 14, you unlearned bandit. Doing 1d8 plus 4, which would be 6, and kills him dead. Nice, you got both those bandits off you. That'll learn you, I say as I pick up my book and wipe off the chaw spit off of the binding. <laughs> All right, so three more bandits have been taken out of the fight. 
but Esmir remains hunted by a bandit and a mastiff, while Cullen inches closer and closer to permanent death. Also, the formidable and roided out Cletus is going toe to toe with Elric, and he swings his scimitar and hits with a natural 20. Man, they've been all throughout the night. Doing 11 points of damage and Elric goes down. Oh, no way. Oh, man, I'm down. This is not cool. We have our boys are dead. <laughs> Esmia. I'm next. What are you doing over there? I'm next. And he casually steps over Elric and approaches you, Jake. Looks like I get the fancy shield and swings and misses. You dodge the blow, but his knife comes in for a stab and misses. You block it with your shield. You'll get nothing like it. Back in the woods, the Mastiff pounces on Esmir and hits with a 19. It sinks its teeth into your arm doing five points of damage, putting you into critical. Roll a strength saving throw as the dog tries to push you down. Oh, you fail and it takes you down. And for the second time, you have a drooling, growling dog on top of you. And coming into your coming into your view is Bandit One. Good job, boys and Barry. Keep her down. Maybe the gold is in her insides. And he brings his blade down on you with advantage. And hits with a 22. Mm. And Esmir, that's the last thing you see as your world fades oh to black. Oh my god. And the last thing you hear is, we got her, Cletus. We got the leprechaun. Jake, you're the only one in your in your party left standing. Cullen, death saving throw. Elric, death saving throw. Esmir, death saving throw. Succeed. Okay, three successful death saves. That's good, that's good news. Okay, Jake, you are the last one standing. Your party is down and bleeding out in the dirt. And Cletus looks at you and laughs. <laughs> Time to start praying, priest. What are you gonna do, Jake? Okay. I'm going to use a level two slot to cast Cure Wounds onto Cullen, uh, which is, what is that? 2d8 plus four, and hopefully bring him back. It only does nine points of healing. And so does that mean that Cullen is back to life? Yes. Cullen is laying on the ground and all of a sudden, his eyes open up. Okay. And then with my bonus action, I'm going to try to slam the leader, the bandit captain, in the head with my book. And that, oh, natural, natural 20. 20. Natural 20. <laughs> Again. <laughs> That'd be awesome if you kill him with the book. That's right, Cletus. Oh, nine points, putting him into critical. Nice. He's in critical. Close. Well, Cletus tastes victory and sweet, sweet revenge. Mm, Tastes like raspberries. And he swings at Jake and hits with a natural 20. (laughs) That's right, priest. And that puts Jake into heavy. And he swings his scimitar again. 
and misses. The knife comes in and misses. <laughs> lucky, lucky. Good armor. All right. The Mastiff sees Colin stirring from near death and runs to attack. And misses. <laughs> I'm going to use my repost to attack him. Okay. Hit seven and kill the dog. The dog's death. running at you. Growl, teeth bear jumps up at you and you just hold up your sword and it goes right into it. I was only mostly dead. Bandit one is in the woods uh, there with Esmir and he is going to he's going to do what bandits do best. He is going to start searching Esmir. That gold's got to be in here somewheres. Cullen, your eyes flash open as Agma's power heals you. You quickly react as a dog pounces on you, skewering it with your with your sword. You slowly stand up to see dead bandits and dogs laying everywhere. You don't see Esmir, but you see Elric's body laying still on the ground, and you see a wounded Jake in melee with Cletus. What do you do? So the first thing I'm going to do is drop a little second windage on myself. Nice. Seven points of healing. And then I move here. I bestride Elric's body <laughs> so that I can hey. have advantage. <laughs> bestride. Keep that in your... In a very manly fashion. Find a room, buddy. Find a room. <laughs> Laugh all you wish. <laughs> but it's time for the vicious battle axe. With advantage. 16 hits. Seven points of damage. He's still up. Oh, he's still up. He's not looking good, though. This guy must have been working out while we were gone. Told you. Yes, that. he turned into a multi-level, um, what do you call that? Um, rogue in the 20 days since we saw him last. Yeah, he did like a Rocky montage while we were gone. Yes. Yeah. Chasing chickens. <laughs> he was pounding raw eggs. Running the logs up the hillside. lightning and crap thunder. He's <laughs> running up the steps at Daggerford. Yeah, at the Daggerford Library. Right. <laughs> With giant boulders in his arms. The four, the four steps at the Daggerford Library. <laughs> All right, Elric. Death saving throw. You are being okay. bestrided. Okay. Bestrode. <laughs> You're being bestrode. Okay, just a second. Maybe that should give you advantage. Oh. Oh, you failed. I failed that one. Colin accidentally stepped on you while he was bestriding you, and <laughs> some more blood gushed out. <laughs> Esmir, death save. You also failed. Oh, boy. Uh-huh. Jake, you see Cullen rise up behind Cletus and nail him with his axe, and it's your turn. All right. I have advantage, and I'm going to whack him with my mace. I'm done with you, fool. I'm going to knock out your last tooth. Yes. And I hit with a 23, doing five points of damage. Okay. And then I'm going to take my book and I'm going to come and uh, send it at his other tooth. 
and I miss. 11 misses. Ugh. Ma. Cletus isn't looking good, but he's, he's too close to give up now. Revenge will be mine. And he swings at Jake and hits with an 18. Ugh. And Jake falls. Ah. I was really hoping you'd do better. You have to finish him off, Cullen, if you die. Well, he's got a knife and a dagger left. We're so. all dead. I say that as I go down. Finish him off, Cullen, or we all dead. He has enough potential Don't damage me. to kill me. Cletus then turns to Cullen, and he, and he says, uh, Killing you twice will make it all the sweeter. And he brings his scimitar down on you. And he hits with a 24. Oh no. Oh my crap, god. Crap, crap. This is not good. Putting Cullen into critical. Oh yeah. Too bad I don't have a potion of healing. Yeah, don't give anybody that potion of healing that you're carrying around with you, please. Thank you. Maybe she give it to Cletus. You look winded. I want you to finish this fight. Take a drink. <laughs> Buddy old pal. Alright, back to Bandit One, who is over Esmir going through her backpack. Aha! I knew there was leprechaun gold in here. And he starts uh he starts scooping up a couple handfuls into his pockets. Wow. And then and then he starts running towards the road. Sorry, Cletus! Gotta go! <laughs> Cullen, you are just a few hit points away from death. But Cletus, he don't look so good neither. You're both staggering. You're Weapons are heavy in your hands. Time to make it count. All right. I could really use a natural 20. Oh, shit. The axe misses. Oh, man. It's do or die. Seriously, this is crazy. Oh, oh there's yeah. your natural 20. Oh, yeah. With your longsword. Dying. Thank Finally. Fucking Cletus. Heat blade. Wow. That was... That was scary for a moment for me. <laughs> then I run around and start reviving all the dead companions. Wait, Eric, you should chuck. Colin should throw his axe across at Bandit One as he's running. Th th I had shit. two attacks in this melee round. <laughs> okay, okay, for my turn, theoretically, <laughs> See? my movement could be th That's 30 my boy. feet That's a, my boy. on a dash. Okay. Yeah. Five. Ten, I jump on my horse. <laughs> we run over here. Just run him over. <laughs> like, I don't know how far the horse can go, but six, eight, five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, thirty. He's close enough for me to chase him down. Of course, my horse is backwards, but <laughs> that's how I, crazy you are. You can ride him backwards. I'm, because he's running, I'm going to take an opportunity attack. Yeah. And take a swing at him. But wait, you've already swung twice. I'm the DM now. Yeah, but Go he's running it. away. His movement is running away. Oh, it's all good. So what are you going to do? Totally Run me works. off the map? He's overmatched. I take a swing with my axe. Yes. And a natural Die, you fuck. And he's dead. Appa, yip, yip. Natural 20s galore. Wow. The night of the 20. That's crazy. Very cool. Colin takes down Cletus, and then here's Bandit One hoofing it away from campsite. So he, so Cullen leaps up onto his trusty steed, Appa, and chases the bandit down. 
No more atomic wedgies. Everyone dies this time. From atop his horse, Cullen swings his battle axe and cuts down the bandit. And Esmir's, and Esmir's gold goes spilling out of his pockets. Then Cullen turns back and remembers his friends are dying. How can he heal us? He has no way of healing you. I, I can't, but I can stabilize you. Well, let's first go to Elric. Death saving throw. Okay, just a second. Let me pull up my stats. Okay, here we go. Death saving throw. Esmir and Jake also make death saving throws. I failed. All right. You better oh, go man. to Elric first. All right. Well, I failed mine too. I failed I'm going to pick up Esmeralda and bring her over here so that I don't have to keep running back. Okay. So you grab Esmir and run over to Elric and you try to stabilize him. Roll me a medicine check and get a 10 or higher. 15. 15. You have stabilized Elric. And let's see what we can do for Esmeralda. No, it's not your turn. All right, so uh, Elric is stabilized. Esmir, another death saving throw. All right, you got a success. Jake, death saving throw. Success. Cullen, who are you going to save next? Well, who's got the fewest slots left? Uh, Esmir. Esmir. If she gets one more fail, she dies. That's what I'm saying to Esmir. God damn it. Inspiration. Oh, I don't remember getting an inspiration. Oh. It's not on my sheet. Well, you know what? I'm going to give you one because you deserve one after that fight. (laughs) All right, well, I'll use my inspiration die to try another medicine check. Come on. Thank you. 16. You stabilize Esmir. Now we do Jake. Jake, death saving throw. Failure. That's my second failure. One more and I'm doomed. All right, Colin. You could succeed, but let's see if you don't have to try. 20. You live. Everybody lives. (laughs) Everybody lives. (laughs) I'm going to round up the horses, uh, pile up the bodies, look for any kind of loot or gear that they might have of any interest, and then, um, you know, make sure everybody's comfortable over here by the fire. I'm pretty strong. I could do that. I got an 18. Um, I'm not a superstitious person. I'm going to cut off this asshole's head and put it on a pike and stick it right just outside the fire so that it could be seen if someone walks up. Wow. Can you put his under put his underwear on his head too? Yes. Yeah. I want I want anybody who might try to interfere with our long rest to understand that they will pay a price. End of season one? What am, what am I supposed to say? So we leave our heroes practically killed over a wedgie? How is this a heroic adventure? This dungeon master is crazy. How am I supposed to keep my blood pressure down with all this stress? I hope your fans return for season two, because I'm not. I'm out of here. Ah. <laughs> uh. 
Um, hey, announcer dude, are you okay in there? I'm like, should I call, like, an ambulance, man? Hello? Wait, are we still on the air? Whoa. Wow. Well, okay, well, well, uh, well, who knows? Tune in next time to find out on Roll Radio. Well, there you have it. The exciting conclusion of Scourge of the Sword Ghost Season 1. And I swear, I'm not trying to kill off the characters. I swear, the, the campaign will continue in Season 2. And with Season 2, uh, we're going to change things up a bit here at Roll Radio. Um, when I first started recording our sessions, I was experimenting with the whole podcast thing while we continued to play. And when Roll Radio was finally out, I had a little, you know, backlog of episodes. And so I calculated that I could keep up with a weekly schedule. Well, that was a miscalculation because I began to find myself really getting into making the show and continually finding ways to make it better and better, which, you know, ends up taking a lot of time. So on that note, Roll Radio is going to become a bi-weekly show. It's going to be great, trust me. And you'll see when Season 2 begins on March 15th. And speaking of great, I want to thank Andrew Capone for the amazing Roll Radio theme, and Liz Zilke for the cool Roll Radio logo, and Sirenscape for the in-game music and sound effects, and of course, Wizards of the Coast for Dungeons and & Dragons, and the Scourge of the Sword Coast story. And all of us here at Roll Radio want to give a big thanks to you guys for listening. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next time.